2: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
1: Hello, and welcome to Brett and Cliff Flea Circus. My name's Cliff.
3: Hello, and I'm Brett. Did I sound... Was that a... quiet enough for you? I don't want it to that.
1: Can we do it again? Because I feel like... No.
3: Well, did you did you, did you? sound a little bit suspicious?
1: I sounded a bit like I was confused by my own name. <laughs> I was going to start it again. Uh, hello and welcome to Brett and Cliff's circus. I'm Cliff. Hello, I'm Brett. Oh, well, good. That's all right. You just sounded a little bit sad that I made you say it again
3: there. But never uh, mind. Well, yeah. All right, that was sad. Yeah, I, hey, yeah, I don't get retakes. You just... You just put all my daft stuff in, didn't you? No, I so do. I take lots. Yeah, you do. Why should I allow you to do it again?
1: But just because you, you sound like you don't
3: know your own name.
1: Um, yes, this week we're going to the talk fuck? about Ian McShane, Lovejoy. But before that, yes. um what you been up to, Brett?
3: I've just, I'm just working. I almost crashed into someone as I uh, oh no, as I picked up the wife. It was completely my fault. or oh, the car's fault. As I, what I should say, because the indicator was on, and I didn't put it on. So I nearly crossed <laughs> it to someone. And he, you did the bloke. Put it on. I didn't put it on. How did that happen? And the the, the bloke wound down the window and went, You daft egghead.
1: <laughs> Is that really what you said? I went to get a coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, some of the lovely Filipino brethren that were in there. And uh, can I have a black coffee, please? And there was an African chap also there, and mm-hmm. one of the Filipino people just went, do you want a black coffee or a black boy? <laughs> I went, I just want the coffee, please.
3: <laughs> what type of coffee shop is this? is <laughs> a frug for some say, of brothel.
1: Man so, brothel. I was like, I just... I actually said, I want. No- I just want me
3: coffee. <laughs> did he want- give you a little thing <laughs> did he? Oh, black coffee, yeah. No, he didn't. I uh, know what you're talking
1: about. The- the another guy getting me coffee knew exactly what I meant, but there was this other.
3: And <laughs> it's a coffee
1: shop. <laughs> but the poor African guy just didn't even, like, look up. He just didn't flinch. Like, just, like <laughs> He gets it happens. all the time. I know. He, was- every- he really bad, gets it like, every day. Oh, I just want me coffee, please, and I don't want any part of this conversation.
3: There's many things wrong with that that story, there, Cliff. One's the racism, which is deplorable and horrible, mm-hmm. and the second thing is you drink black
1: coffee. <laughs> I'm I'm not a milk fan, but you don't put milk in your coffee. No, I don't put milk in uh, many things. <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: is the is there a one thing that you do put milk in? <laughs> what? Why is that? Because you can't produce the semens. <laughs> it's just to thin it out a bit. <laughs> it bit. Well, this tastes lovely, this. <laughs> <laughs> Until it curdles, of course. <laughs> this is an horrible uh, turn, hasn't it? <laughs> wait, I don't know <laughs> where this <is> gone. <laughs> turn for she the worst, this particular story. <laughs> <laughs> it's you that, that injects milk into your penis, not me. There you go, then. for
1: all of that. Just to lighten the mood a bit, if you could be any... Lighten it. If you could be any fictional animal... What would mm-hmm. you
3: be roger Rabbit,
1: oh like a character not just a? uh a oh
3: wolf. you mean like a you mean like a mythical animal like a unicorn or so much
1: but you didn't need to be like a uh one that was what, what's it called when they're like anthropomorphic? of more pies <laughs> can't say that word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> more pies more pies did you see it? would it be morph Mor- <laughs> morph isn't an animal this easy hu- a small human plastic man I don't think he's an animal, is he? He could be an alien, estimate. I don't think I've never thought of him as an animal. Whereas I I think of Basil Brush as a definite animal.
1: (laughs) Is it Basil Brush? Is that your answer? No, you've thought. No, I
3: think I. I think I'd rather still be Roger Rabbit.
1: Please. (laughs) Okay. Right. Nice one. So there you go. I also wanted to move uh, on to ask you a little bit about your bath routine. If, if I can Oh not
3: this again well,
1: just the what's, it the, the what's, what's it got to do with you? The listeners What's it got to do with you? no listeners like to get They like to get to know The people behind the podcast A bit more Don't they No, the that know the what like, This what is like just behind your behind perversions
3: <laughs> That's all this is go, Come oh, on then
1: just, just like me isn't he You hear what he said that Well he's of just course like I
3: am him. I'm a bloody down and out Like everybody
1: listened <laughs> Um, you ever had cause To use the pumice stone?
3: The what? <laughs> What's this? The pumice stone? Yeah. What the hell is that? Is that like a new Harry Potter film? <laughs> Harry Potter and the pumice stone? Yeah, is it with very smooth feet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean, that? I, I, I don't know. Is it uh, not that loaf, thing? It looks like you, a bit of rock. Can't you use that on your feet?
1: Of course, you can. I might not have the same results.
3: What, so what's a pumice stone then? It's like a rock, did you not? Did you? A rock, like have... you're taking the bath? I heard you'd like rub, it,
1: I mean, rub your I... skin off with it.
3: No, I, t- I take me hey man, then, but I, I, wouldn't take, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't take the pumice stone. Why have you done this like?
1: No, I've never I've always been fascinated by it.
3: Oh, well, I don't even know what it is, to be fair. Well, now I know what to get you
1: for your birthday in two weeks' time. Why? <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: The duty on this rock that's being sent <laughs> from Dubai is going to be quite expensive, isn't it? I Plus, know. I wonder where it is. What the fuck's he sent us this rock for? <laughs> Fucking moon rock. So, what do you you rub your feet on uh, this stone? Do you? You rub this, rub your skin off. I think. But why? Well, what well, well, if I want to keep my skin? Then don't keep, do it. If you want to keep horrible that your horrible skin? Advice? You keep it? Yeah. I, well, I, I don't have horrible skin. I have lovely skin. That's what right. I have. Even though you Do you spend... know Blue off the jungle book? Does, does he use this stone? You know that when like he's him. rubbing his back on the tree? It's just a burn. Well, I watched that the other day. Did you? You watch it with a burn?
1: I started watching it with a burn, but she, her attention span
3: is very small. Oh, she lost her nest. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's a shame. No, I, I have never used a rock or a pebble. In the bath,
1: okay, Never. right. All right, then, thanks. Well, you know, there'll be some listeners listening to this going, Oh, and I feel like I, me and Brett could be best mates now.
3: <laughs> Is that what that was for? Is it yes, right? Can I remember them fish that used to eat your feet?
1: Yeah, they were all the rage, weren't they? In the late 90s, Every, I,
3: everyone loved them, didn't they? It was like there was right, loads I was of shops opening up. On the local high street, it wasn't there, <laughs> where you could stick your feet in with the fish and they'd, they'd eat your feet, and they'd eat the skin off your feet.
1: I think and they... Then, uh...
3: people, then people realized that you could get AIDS off it and they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so it was He's just bloody devastated fish. by and the to be appearance honest, of the fish. I,
1: I don't really think you can get AIDS from the fish. I think that was a evil Do you think that like, was spread by, by the Pubberstone the, the, people?
3: The people. We'll work it out. we Exactly. There you go. There's that conspiracy re- resolved. Resolved, yeah. So, what's pumice?
1: I don't know. I've got no fucking idea. Well, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google. I don't even know how to spell it. Pumice
3: stone. It, is pumice. this rock porous? It's like yes, pumice. Uh huh. It is porous. Uh huh. Very porous. Right. Well, there's there's. Uh, I'll take that off the list then porous.
1: Tell you what, Brett, you Mm -hmm. can definitely get some of these for your birthday because they are extremely cheap.
3: Extremely cheap? you want to know how it's made? Go on then, out of pumice. Uh,
1: Pumice stone is formed when lava and water mix together. It's a light yet abrasive stone used to remove skin. A pumice stone can also soften your calluses and corns to reduce pain from friction. If you're not careful, you can remove too much skin and <laughs> expose your skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> you made
3: that last bit up. I
1: made the last bit up.
3: <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> no, I, I won't be in, investing in one of these mythical stones, to, I don't think you're gonna get one. Unless it can, can you? you know it can grant us, you know, eternal life or something like that. Do you think it could?
1: You know, on Google, where it says uh, people also ask somebody. Oh, yes. uh, somebody... people have
3: also purchased with the pumice stone.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently people also ask: Is pumice stone good for face? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, what was the reply? If you want a rubber stone <laughs> on your face,
1: it says just ensure it's wet and gently rub it.
3: That's all you need to ensure, is it? That's ensure, it's it. <laughs> wet. You've made the mistake there of not wetting the pumice stone before you've used but, it on your feet. Whoa, and, and now whoa, you're crippled. <laughs> is that I'm out of the fish! Is that I knew I shouldn't have done this! I'm going to risk the
1: AIDS! God. What's happened to your face? The flesh has been ripped off. <laughs> I didn't didn't read the answer to it, is pumice stone good for face, (laughs) all all the way to the end. Well, there we go, so we've covered the pumice stone, and you thought the bath question was going to be pointless, (laughs) we've resolved a mystery, and you've got got yourself an extra birthday present. I don't want
3: it though, no thanks, because you know I'll use it on my face. Now yeah,
1: that
0: we'll talking about
3: dry. it, <laughs> dry, i will not wetting. Now you don't my face just to
1: see. What um, will you do? One thing for us, Brett. Just one last pumice-related inquiry.
3: Okay. Yes. Yes, I will. Yes. Will, I you will just bet.
1: ask Lisa if she's got one? Next time I will. Next time we. Uh, I will up.
3: ask her. I mean, I'm sure I would be aware of it if she did.
1: Well, I thought you'd be aware but of it ask- in general, to be honest. But- <laughs>
3: No, I know about the fish, but not the pumice.
1: Should we talk about the ant- roguish antique dealer,
3: Lovejoy? John, John Lovejoy. Well, he's got no first name, has he? No, never, never revealed. Vic and Bob, you liars.
1: Unless his first name is Love,
3: and his second name's Joy. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is nobody gone? Just like Vic and Bob did. Presumably, you've got a first name. <laughs> you know John. nobody ever says John. that to them, they? John Lovejoy. John. Yes, John Lovejoy. <laughs> but they, they don't, do they? Every, everybody just refers to him as Lovejoy. They're like the, a terrible 80s Brazilian football. They're
1: either too impressed by him or angry <laughs> with him to get into his name. <laughs>
3: do you think do you think Lovejoy's an impressive man?
1: I'm certainly impressed by him.
3: I'm impressed by his incredible haircut. hair That's what Hair, the jacket, I'm impressed.
1: his face, yeah. he's got an incredible face. So many lights. He's, he's,
3: he's very tanned as well, isn't he? Very, very he's a very tanned, tanned man. <laughs> he is very tanned. Especially
1: for the East Anglia climate. He certainly is. Brett, do you want to tell, for people who don't know what Lovejoy is, what Lovejoy is? <laughs>
3: Yes, say uh, L- Love Lovejoy is a British comedy, drama, mystery series based on novels by Jonathan Gash. Not his real name. Sh- not his real name. No. A pseudonym. <laughs> Why would you pick that? <laughs> uh, uh, well, what I'd, I'd like to be called Gash. Brett Gash. I think. Yeah, it makes it sound, you know, hard and that. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, if any lasses were around, that was called bread Gash.
1: They might call you that mm-hmm. if you try washing your face with a dry pumice. <laughs> <It
3: was>, yes. <laughs> 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 the show was adapted by Ian Lafrenesse, mm-hmm. who we've done quite a few things by One half of Clement and Lafrenesse. Yes, uh-huh. And it ran for 71 episodes from 1986 to 1994. Mm-hmm. Now, Lovejoy himself, He is an irresistible rogue (laughs) (laughs) with a keen eye for antiques. And when he's not looking for the odd collectible, Lovejoy spends most of his time using his con artist skills to help out the less fortunate. (laughs) Or at least that's what I've (laughs) wrote down. Do you think think that's accurate? I was a big, like... Don't say no.
1: I'm confused by Lovejoy and his job to be honest and he's, and he's just interests I'm a bit confused by <laughs> all <And he's> interests <laughs> I, I thought I knew what Lovejoy was about I thought he solves crimes I'm not sure he does I thought he worked with the police but I'm not sure he does I, I thought he was an antiques dealer but he's not um but the only thing I do know about him is he's got a great leather jacket, fantastic hair, a wonderfully lined face, and a brilliant tan. And he yeah. hangs around with a couple of complete morons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, I'm still, t- to this day, convinced he is an antique dealer. Otherwise, people wouldn't be ringing him up. Why, why don't you think he's an antique dealer?
1: Because there is an antique dealer that hates him because he doesn't do
3: it. Oh, he's his rival, though. He's his nemesis. So this Isn't guy me? he's Charlie
1: Gimbat. Yeah. So Love Joy is like the I don't care about your, your stupid traditions of antique dealing. I don't need I don't need lots. I'm not bothered about an auction room. I do it my own way. And I think that's why Charlie Gimbat hates him.
3: It's, it's, I, I've got the impression he was just undercutting Charlie Gimbutz's price, and that's why <laughs> that's why Charlie Gimbutz hid behind pictures of Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> that's
1: that scene where he's like furious in front of that Thatcher picture. Is absolutely
3: <laughs> um, no, you 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 picked right because we watched season four, episode seven, the not? judgment of Solomon. You picked. <laughs> And you said the reason that we'll pick this one is because it's the second highest rated Lovejoy episode. Now, that was wrong, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You just picked this up random. It was probably the first one on (laughs) YouTube that came up, wasn't it?
1: No, but I think I got it wrong, but I did try. No, you definitely
3: got it wrong. The second <laughs> and highest. What you've really done is is pick a, a mediocre episode of Lovejoy for to watch, haven't you?
1: <laughs> was, and you know
3: that you have. <laughs> you lying. in
1: season three, episode two. What?
3: <laughs> so, we definitely want to see one. We
1: definitely right? want to see one. Hang on, right. So the best episodes of Lovejoy, I've been on a website called Episode Ninja.
3: Every episode. Well, ever. there you go. Episode Ninja. That's not internet movie database, is it?
1: Well, I know I wasn't going off that. Why didn't you why, why did not? You think I was going off
3: <laughs> Everyone else does. So you should use my episode
1: dot ninja. That's what I use.
3: <laughs> it's a co- that's a con thing. It's a co- It's like the fish. It's like the fish eating your feet, man. It's a complete con. Well, here we go. Well. <laughs>
1: Number one one Was the Prague Mm -hmm. Sun Season 3 episode 14 With an average score Of 8.33 From six votes
3: (laughs) From six votes (laughs) So nobody uses this Internet site that you've got on Six people Who like Lovejoy Are voting And you've you've gone off this (laughs)
1: Hugoon. <laughs> well number three. Why did he pick that one? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just Googled. Ever, ever anyway, number one, the reason we didn't I didn't want to watch number one is because uh-huh. it's on for one hour fifty-one minutes, which seemed too long to spend with Love Joy, to be honest. Oh, I would so agree. I thought we'd go for number two, which is not the one <laughs> that we watched. <laughs> I just Oh, so we didn't watch the number two either. No, I did. I I Googled that. Well, I I looked at number two. Oh, the lost colony. That sounds good. A descendant Uh of Sir Walter Raleigh sells his home and its contents. Lovejoy meets an American woman whose name is also Lovejoy. Several antiques go missing. Oh, hang on. Two Lovejoys. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: And Lovejoy tracks them back to North Carolina. Lovejoy discovers that the woman and her brother are operating a scam to claim inheritance the pair get lovejoy put in jail but charlotte arrived to help him and that's his daughter i think and together they set about bringing the americans to justice i thought that sounds good and then i put in uh, youtube best lovejoy episodes and what was the one called Called that we watch
3: judgment of solomon
1: well so you can see how i got mixed up because I thought...
3: No, that, I can't say, no. I, I really can't see how you got mixed up.
1: <laughs> I just thought, oh, that was what the name of the number two one was. So we'll watch that. That's handy. It's the first thing that comes up. Uh, so
3: you've, got, you've actually re- you've researched <laughs> what number two was. This is the story that you're giving us, right? Yeah. You've researched what the number two was. Yeah. Looked into it. Spend time on it. Uh, got into YouTube <laughs> and just picked the first one and went, "Oh, that was it." Oh, not you? That's
1: what you've done. Yeah, but I thought yeah. it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the same.
3: Well, regardless, <laughs> Brett,
1: <laughs> tell you what's good, what I'm going to look at here. I didn't realise there's another tab that says "Worst Episodes." Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, this, this this can't be the worst, but it's definitely not the best. Might be the anyway. second
1: worst. Maybe this is where I've gone <laughs> wrong.
3: Well, it's got a rating of 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. So, I mean, that's our internet. So, there you go. Apparently, even the Americans love uh, a bit of love, joy, and that, okay. which I was completely unaware of, which yeah. is obviously. Ian McShane and that he's, he's, I mean, I think anyone who's seen Deadwood, yep. Ian McShane's mint.
1: Isn't I, think, he? I think Ian McShane is absolutely mint in everything. I think he's brilliant in this. I think he's superb. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. think this is his best role, even though this is clearly the one that made him. In- the Br- we
3: remember him for, I think, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It's yeah. what
3: British people remember him for.
1: Mm-hmm. But then there's yeah. like some amazing American shows. Not just Deadwood, where he's a main character for the entire run, but uh, you know, some very highly rated American dramas where he's he's, in Game of Thrones as well, yeah. He's often in for for like a season or like, yeah, it was just one
3: episode he was in for Game of Thrones, it was like a cameo and stuff. And he was he was class, but I think I think he's I think he's brilliant, Ian McShane, mate.
1: So it stars Ian McShane as, as John Lovejoy. And
3: <laughs> just just love joy. It came
1: out in 1986. It came out in 1986. and then its second series didn't come out for five years. I'm not really sure why. Did you read why that happened?
3: I'm not too sure why, but I did look at the pictures of the first series and his haircut, it's nowhere to be seen.
0: Oh, he has he a very thin
3: haircut. He's, he's got a very short haircut, yes, which is uh, if you forgive us for saying. Very unbecoming of love, Joy, I think, for doing that. <laughs> okay, let's have a little It <laughs> just doesn't look right at all. Oh, it's quite small, isn't it? Yes, he just doesn't look like himself, does he? I mean, how can you hunt for antiques with that haircut? You can't, can you? You've got to have an eccentric
1: He's a handsome mullet. chap, isn't he? He's a handsome. He is a,
3: he, He's definitely a handsome chap, isn't he? he look, has got the look.
1: You've got the look of love, Joy. Actually, season one. Lovejoy.
3: No, I, I have not got the look of love, Joy. It's a compliment. Is that a song? <laughs> the look of love,
1: <laughs> Joy.
3: You're in a bird bunga rap right now? We?
1: Uh-huh. The look of love, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, well, he, he's a handsome man. I'll definitely, I'll definitely give him that. Mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't seem. I mean, in the episode that we watched, he doesn't, he doesn't spread his oats. Really, has <laughs> so as widely as I thought he might. What, like what?
1: So the series is—he's yes, he is this antique dealer who also seems to help solve mysteries and. Potential crimes going on. He's an
3: informer for the police. That's the impression I got. Okay. He's a bit of an informer. He has a couple of mates.
1: Tink Adil, played by the late Dudley Sutton. Um, Yeah. He's like, don't know. He's like a a country gent kind of character. Would you say?
3: I'd say yes, a country gent, definitely. Yeah. Is he an anti expert? No. I don't and, think he is. And he's I there. think he, he just tries to keep Lovejoy out of trouble.
1: I think he does, does he? And yeah. the idiot friend, Eric Catchpole, played by Chris <laughs> Gilly, who is Who uh, has got the Catchpole. mind of a child.
3: He's got the, the mind of, a, yes, a four-year-old, hasn't he? <laughs> but yet they allow him to drink beer and drive cars and that, which I, I don't get. Because this man is an idiot. <laughs> Isn't he? Idiot. Yeah, Absolutely I couldn't stand on me like...
1: Yeah, he's he's an, uh, right he spoils everything.
3: He does spoil everything.
1: He finds some uh, candlesticks and he's sitting on the floor going, yay! <laughs> like with all the candlesticks. He's, he's like a toddler.
3: Not good. He is like a toddler. I mean, the episode that we watched, he gets arrested. The idiot gets arrested because people put something in his, in his car, doesn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah at the start, which yeah. I was confused about. It is confusing. quite confusing this story, it's very confusing. isn't it? <laughs> it's incredibly so he gets nicked and they, and then what happens? Tink Adil goes to the cop shop and tries to get him out. And Tink Adil throughout the episode hounds the police. I would say he quite he hangs them, doesn't he? He hang them to get the also, this idiot the, out.
1: The amount of the panic is absolutely outrageous and think think panicking so much. he will die in there. You'll get. He won't be able to handle yeah. it. Oh,
3: Smuggles Christmas into the prison and that.
1: <laughs> he's been arrested for about an hour.
3: It's but- not, it's massively over the top, isn't it?
1: <laughs> like, if I was tremendously
3: at- over the top, I thought.
1: the wouldn't I love Joy's like involving himself in mysteries because it's gonna anything to get away mm-hmm. from those two. There's um, there's also so Lady that, Jane.
3: Yeah, I was confused about her as well, Lady Jane. I was. She seemingly is, is like the empire rest of the whole operation, isn't she? They, think... She's at the top of the tree, and then the Lovejoy and the rest of them are like the underlings well, or whatever. She rich. employs them to get the antiques in. She's That's married, the impression I've got.
1: She's married to a rich guy and is rich herself. They have a big house. And uh, well, I where was that, he? he? Wasn't he anyway? No, no, well, seen. this is the thing oh, because uh, she enjoys a somewhat flirtatious relationship with Lovejoy, doesn't she?
3: Somewhat flirtatious, <laughs> <laughs> is that the way that you put it? You mean <laughs> he, he watches her while she sleeps? <laughs>
1: you know, the usual flirty stuff,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I was confused by the that. But what mainly confused is that, like I say, originally someone put something in that idiot's car, and then he gets nicked. And then he, we that. see Lovejoy, right? And he's in—he's having a dream, and it's a black and white dream, mm-hmm. and it makes no sense whatsoever. Some gangster, nineteen thirty gangsters, dwarves <laughs> come in Warf. and punk guns at him. What yeah. is all that about? That a, what I was thinking, right, is that not a thing that happens throughout the, this series, where he's having these dreams or whatever? Because to be honest, I yeah. couldn't bring myself to watch any other episodes.
1: <laughs> like uh, like that Sopranos series where Tony Soprano's in a coma, and every episode is just what he's dreaming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe exactly like
3: there. that. Um, or, or like, is it Dynasty or, or Dallas or whatever? One oh, wait, of them wait, it things where it's just a dream.
1: Exactly. Um, I It was... So it's all very confusing. Like, it starts with two shady characters dumping something in the back of a car. Uh-huh. Then the police go, oh, what are you doing there? And they go, hey, look, that fella's driving away in that car. And they go, oh, better check that out then. And these two shady well- fellas go, ah, let's leg it.
3: But, but the, his the best thing car? about the police is that it's a police woman, she goes, What's all this running about? <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to arrest him for running. <laughs> You're not like run in the street. Are you apparently not? Apparently
1: so not. There you go. Well, and then it goes to so the, the chase Chris, what's he called? Fucking catchpole, Eric Catchpole, Um uh-huh. and arrest him for driving his own car because it now has some stolen candlesticks, stolen property, silver in the back of it. Uh-huh. Um, next thing is Lovejoy and his black and white dream. I'm not in that racket anymore, is what he says when they're talking.
3: <laughs> Gladly, his American access has improved. <laughs> oh, well, he is, he wouldn't have been any good in Deadwood if he had used that one. I then, uh
1: yeah, and then it turns out he's been arrested. That I mate's mean, been arrested, and they have to try and get him out. And this I don't do the lads from the beginning ever return.
3: They do, they do return. Yeah, what this is, is it's a very, very poor attempt at intertwining stories. Yeah. Because <laughs> what, what is actually happening is people are robbing houses mm-hmm. and they've just dumped the people who are robbing the houses have dumped the stolen property. But as if by chance, into one of the main characters, Cos, And that's why he gets theater. arrested. <laughs> Who yeah. works for an he actor. Who's connected theater. with Lovejoy. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the story, apart from that bit, and confuses the hell out of you. It's and really also, confident. what makes it worse is this random dream <laughs> is straight after, which <laughs> confuses it even more. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. got nothing to do with the actual story, has it?
1: So the story itself, also quite confusing.
3: Also incredibly confusing, I would say.
1: What I would say is that I have managed to pick one with some very stereotypical depictions of Jewish characters in it, which, in hindsight, isn't a great thing for us to now have to talk about.
3: No, it's not only stereotypical, it's, it's... it's just ridiculous in the way that they behave <laughs> yeah. the, the way that that the act and the way that the conclusion happens as well
1: yes that is it's,
3: it's like silly. it's it's almost taking the piss a little bit that's what yeah. i thought about it so what 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 might as well just go through the story and then talk about like love joy <laughs> as a person or whatever and, yeah. and what we, we did like about it because the story is Lovejoy seemingly only deals with men from the military or yep. ladies. <laughs> so he, he 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 gets a phone call off a wing commander. <laughs> yeah, not Star Wars, but it, it would have been better if it was Star Wars. Who's got this treasure that he's just he's just happened upon, or he's, his he house about his
1: house is going to be? Oh, you his know wife's his wife.
3: dead, and he's going to lose the house, or something yeah. like that. Do you know oh, what man. I mean? You know
1: what, my wife, she was always collecting stuff when we went places. Uh-huh. And yeah. Lovejoy's quite sceptical, isn't he?
3: Yeah, well, he's not sceptical enough not to try and sell it. So Lovejoy says, oh, yes, this is fantastic stuff. And he gets in contact with these Jewish fellas who come down and have a look. And they realise that this stuff's been stolen by the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Do you know that's what I that mean? How that. did you get this, Mr Wing Commander? And it, in the middle of this, for some random reason, the wing commander gets cold feet, probably because he's been in- informed that the Jewish fellas are coming round to have a the stolen gear <laughs> yeah. and tries to sell it off to Lovejoy's rival. <laughs> Doesn't he? does. Just... Charlie Gimbat.
1: Who is... Uh, I, I think, having watched this, Matt Berry's Stephen Toast character and Ray Purchase is based entirely on this relationship of Lovejoy and Charlie Gimber.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just on the relationship? Yeah.
1: Like, that. Purchase is always, like, rubbing stuff in Lovejoy's face, like, because you got a better of him. But then... <laughs> Toast's face, rather. Just like mm-hmm. this guy is with, uh, with Lovejoy, but then Lovejoy gets the upper hand at the end.
3: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You, you could be right. You could be right. And, I mean... The other thing that Lovejoy does seemingly every episode is he, he breaks the fourth wall, doesn't he? Yes. Once he does get the upper hand. And just a, a gloat, yeah. just a gloat well, to gloat, just to gloat with the audience.
1: What would you have done? <laughs> <laughs> a little wink and a scotch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which is just mental, really, isn't it? It's just like, it's just another facet to the fact that this is so silly.
1: They don't, it isn't doesn't it? need it does
3: it, it doesn't need that um, Nah, nah. But, and it was a, a very popular programme, I mean yeah, he, not in my house uh, I don't know about you Cliff I don't know if you watch it, i ask you in a bit but my dad hated this programme <laughs> right, he, he, <laughs> I, it wouldn't be on in my house because he hated it it was almost up there with Jeeves and Worcester for how <laughs> oh, much he hated wow. it.
1: I'm surprised you've said that out loud
3: <laughs> he hated the theme tune from Jeeves and Wooster, so he just wouldn't watch it. He just hated it. What but yeah, he one? never liked this.
1: What about the one that was this uh, on some cabinet minister or some civil servant or something like that? What was that one called? Like,
3: yes, yes, minister, minister? or something.
0: Yeah.
3: Like. Oh, none of that shit was on in my house. Nah. And and this wasn't, I mean, but at the, at the time, we watched very similar sort of things, you know, like keeping up appearances or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. But Lovejoy, no chance. It was never on in my house. I mean, everybody knew who he was.
1: I can't remember whether it me. happened. I feel like I watched it. I, I can't... Yeah. There's no way I only have fond memories of this because Bob Mortimer dressed up as a one freaking boy. You know
3: what? <laughs> I think that is the case. <laughs> it is the case. It's because... We have watched that so many times, the big and bob thing where it's John Lovejoy. And we've got this idea of what Lovejoy was and stuff. And it's really not that, is it? I feel <laughs>
1: but I feel like maybe even as like I don't know, 13 year olds, 40 year olds, we would have taken the piss out of Lovejoy, like the antique stealer who solves crimes or whatever. I feel like it was something that we would have poked fun at. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
3: Um, Maybe but I, like I say It was never I knew who he was Because it was It was on I don't know when it was on A Sunday or Saturday Or whatever And you would always see Like the trailers for it And stuff mm-hmm. But I can I cannot Remember watching A full episode In my house With me parents Or whatever Let like us say, Because me dad hated it
1: <laughs> I quite like The uh, The provincial English Like setting. And the production values mm-hmm. to match, like it's, it's all a bit crap, isn't it? They keep referring to being in East Anglia quite a lot,
3: <laughs> but there's no there's no shots of East Anglia, It's there? Really? It was just a field where really? where Lady Jane or whatever's <laughs> trumbling through the field, yeah, so and, and she gets off with oh, don't forget me, bags, Mister <laughs> Lovejoy, and all this stuff. Um, but there's there's no shots of it, the, and, and then they're in a pub. The pub, there's more shots in
1: a pub than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. He's
3: always yeah. drinking.
1: These guys are always drinking. Yeah,
3: they're always when drinking. Goes, I mean, to, if I would love joy and I was surrounded by these idiots, I mean, he should just take them all to town, shouldn't he? To be
0: honest.
3: He <laughs> yeah. should, when he's looking at the, uh, the camera and stuff and he's trying to gloat, he should just be, these lot are a bunch of <laughs> fucking idiots, and they're taking for everything that they get, <laughs> including the police, because they're rubbish out. He's the only one with any semblance mm-hmm. of sense, but sometimes he, he just goes off the rails and becomes an idiot himself.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> the, I think this is where they said it's meant to be a comedy drama. It's not very funny, is it? Like, no, it's not funny at but,
3: all. It's not funny at all.
1: And when it's you consider who's writing
3: it, <laughs> and when you consider who's writing it, I mean, this, this guy did Alfie and pet and, you know, and, and sort of the Lightly Lads and stuff that we well, love, I and that is hilarious.
1: Much, much like the victorious Scottish referendum slogan, they're definitely better together, these two, because on his own, yeah. this is an absolute mess. It's like, it's it, all it over the really. place. It's I mean, really I, all over the
3: place. I really wanted to like it, you know. Me too. And I, 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 just didn't. At I all. mean, maybe I, if I think we watched
1: I, that one with some Walter Raleigh's daughter, whatever it was, we might have had different opinions.
3: But it's all about like stately homes and shit like that, and mm-hmm. you know, people who were idiots with some semblance of wealth. And I don't, I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah, it's, it's like mind numbing. Crap, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I so at the end, right at the end, what happens is Lovejoy finds the, the treasure because his mate stumbles into a grave <laughs> and That's finds right. the treasure there, right? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't So they know. say he to he the wing into commander, the
1: grave. come on, we should say that the Jewish fellows are very much adamant. That the wing commander is responsible for the stolen Nazi uh, stuff. All the way through, uh, and he, he does
3: confess in the and end. Does, that, that yes, yes, he is responsible. The Stuff for about my wife
1: is uh, was all made up. I didn't mm-hmm. really know what I was getting into, but it was the end of the war, and there was a lot of treasure lying around. So obviously, I took some for myself. But thinking about it now, lads, I realise that probably wasn't the best thing to do. So please. Don't get us arrested. Just take it and you know, forget that I've stolen this stuff from the Nazis and kept it for so long. Um, yeah. Much like, I didn't realise that I've been hanging around with Lemmy. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about I didn't,
3: it. I didn't know. I'm thinking about. I, I it didn't now. even look at his clothes. I, I didn't look. <laughs> now.
1: I've let his taste infiltrate my judgement a little bit too much. <laughs>
3: That uh, that is what happens and uh, What, what happens? I mean, in, in, initially, the Wing Commander claims it's a Farago of lies. Farago of lies. This is a Farago of
0: lies. <laughs> but,
1: we should say, in the, in the middle, Is like Lovejoy and his nemesis are both trying to buy this from Wing Commander and flog it at auction mm-hmm. to make money for themselves. But Lovejoy seems to have convinced the Jewish lads that actually he's just trying to help them get it back, even though but he's not the wizard. Even though had it gone,
3: initially he's not. At the he? start,
1: he would have just sold it and taken. He, he would for have it. definitely
3: sold it. He, he did want to sell it to the Jewish lads. Uh huh. He had sorted out a price and all kinds of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, I mean this this uh, stuff is important to the Jewish people and, and things. Uh, it's been during world war ii it's been taken off them by the nazis and kept that wouldn't have happened they would have just melted it down because they wouldn't have cared about jewish stuff they would they would have melted it down do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean that's the first thing second thing is this wing commander fella has he's been in the war whatever he's had access to a plane he's nicked it when the (laughs) germans have been defeated he's brought it back and now he's trying to sell it and it, the Jewish lads have found out about it, and they've just gone in the end. Well, that's fine. <laughs> went, oh, it's, it's no uh... problem that you try to sell our stuff that's actually been taken off by the Nazis. So and you it's absolutely it. fine. Yeah. And uh... you're trying to sell it. Oh, and by the way, why didn't you tell anybody you were Jewish? <laughs> and he went, damn. <laughs>
1: How did you know? <laughs> Do you know what
3: I mean? <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't react in that way at all. That's, it's cartoonish and idiotic. They'd be fucking furious.
1: Yeah. they just go, he's like on his knees begging them and they go, come on. It's all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they'd be absolutely furious that a, Ju- a Jewish fella had actually done this, it nicked their stuff, and then, which is important to the Jewish faith, and then tried to then sell it. And he was Jewish. He'd be a pariah, feel, completely.
1: I, to be honest, I feel like Lovejoy shouldn't have strayed into this territory whatsoever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the story doesn't make any sense at all. It's not tangible at all. You kind of hold on to anything. Yeah. Do you know so what I mean? on.
1: The two lads at the beginning who shoved the stuff into the back of the car, I've got to admit, I thought that was this stuff <laughs> somehow. I don't think it is this stuff. Well, it's not because obviously this is at the Wing Commander's house.
3: Exactly. That is just. Uh, or this, this, there's been some, uh, there's been some robberies in the district. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> who calls it the district. Do you know what I mean? But that's what. This is just a, like a, another part of it to confuse you. It's just honestly, I like, I like this guy. I like Infernus, but um, and obviously it's based on these books. But I think the writing's all over the shop, like, and it's (laughs) It's just it's it's a force of like, it's just uncomparable how farcical it is. So
1: presumably this is what's meant to be funny about it, right? That it's all who would have thought all of that stuff would have happened. So it's all come together. And at the end, he did steal the stolen Nazi Jewish fucking silver. Like, that's not a funny topic.
3: (laughs) It's not at all. (laughs) And, it, and he's, like, redeemed at the end by the, the the happy Jewish man at the end going, oh, yes, it's fine. We've got it back now. And he's going, I've got nothing, I've got nothing. Well, we might be able to find your job. Right, love joy, yeah, weird.
1: Not what I thought it was going to be. I do like Ian McShane. Um, yeah, I agree. That's about it.
3: The other thing was, like I say, that it's, it just... The story wasn't tangible. <laughs> if you want to watch anything about Lovejoy, watch the Vic and Bob thing. Right, that's exactly the end the of same.
1: that, I think you had a quiz.
3: I, I do have a quiz, yes, for your good self. I don't know if it's very good, but it's definitely better than yours.
1: Okay, well, that's uh, just what you think It's then. called
3: Antique Detective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's about antiques and detectives. It's I could started, call man. it Antique Stroke detective it started well so there you go it started well and then it's gone downhill question number one what was valued at one million pounds on the antiques road show the first item on the show to make the one million pound mark well what could that be what's this got to do with the detective antique detective is the name of the quiz <laughs>
1: Have I got to detect the antique? Is that all I've got to You've do? You've got to
3: detect the, que- the answer to it the a question. Or a,
1: a million pounds antique? One million pounds.
3: Now, I will give you some clues because it's very vague, and I don't know if you watch The Antiques Roadshow, wow. which is also on Vic and Bob. It, <laughs> uh, it's not a choker. <laughs> Although words are very highly valued on Vic and Bob's Antique Roadshow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a six feet high statue of the Angel of the North created by Antley Gormley, owned by Gainesville Head Council. As I said, that was on Antiques Roadshow. It was like the prototype for okay. the actual thing, which TV detective's wife is called Kate and is a news reporter who also solves crimes. Ooh. Now I'll also give you clues on this one if you want. Okay, you go just blur on. out an answer. well, this TV detective always talks about his wife.
1: Oh, Columbo.
3: It is Columbo, yes. It is that. Inspector and apparently, Columbo. Miss Mrs. Columbo had a TV series of her own wow. in 1979 wow. to 1980. That sounds yes. good. Yes. It does sound good. Which singer bought the piano, which John Lennon wrote Imagine On, for one point six million pounds,
1: what's this got to
3: do with TV detectives? It's antiques.
0: <laughs> you can't get that through your head, can you? It's antiques and detectives.
1: Singer Sting.
0: <laughs> sting?
3: No, that's not Sting. <laughs> it's George Michael. Okay. That's the answer to that, according to the internet site ranker which is much better than Spunk Ninja, isn't it? What know. is the highest rated British TV detective series?
1: Hamish Macbeth.
3: <laughs> Good guess, Hamish Macbeth. <laughs> no, it's not Hamish Macbeth, or many of the is other things bergerac? that you could have picked. It's not bergerac Is it? Cracker. Hey, I'll tell you what, Cliff. If we have a different I hope it's better than
1: this. <laughs> He's gone for the brown leather jacket.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it must be. Better Is than it this. cracker? It's It's not cracker.
1: Is it inspector Frost?
3: It's not inspector Frost <laughs> Almost. or any of the other inspectors.
1: Okay, well, I'm, I'm out of ideas.
3: It's Foyle's War. Fuck off. Which which <laughs> I've never seen. Oh yeah, I know. I assume it's about a war. I. You know what?
1: I've always thought it's just a rubbish version of Shop.
3: Well, uh, apparently, it's made by the the makers of Inspector Morse. And when Inspector Morse finished, they did this Foyle's War thing, which is a wartime crime thing where obviously everyone's off on you know fighting in the war and stuff and foil has got a foil crimes in good old blighty and stuff not like this i've never seen it but it's the highest rated thing I people you think go. it's
1: better than most even though it was just...
3: better than everything well the people <laughs> of ranker better than everything you're right I could just keep saying different saying. shows saying, i thought the same never it's better than never better than everything that's what they say Right, next question. Better than Lewis. You... Better than everything. What is the name of the most expensive painting ever sold? Or you can just guess the artist, because, like, the name of the painting, you know. Is it uh, the
1: Salvador like Mundi?
3: <laughs> yes, but who who uh, who painted that? Leonardo Pretty da picture. Vinci. Well done. How did you know that?
1: Because it was bought to go in the Louvre Museum in Abu Dhabi by mm-hmm. a Saudi uh, royal family member, um, but it never, ever went on display, and its whereabouts is now unknown, and also right. its uh, validity is also in, in question. Oh, that's it. Well, There'll be yeah, loads uh, of fakes what? of it.
3: I, I didn't think that you would know the answer to that question at all, but I've underestimated you there. Because you've known more about it than I give you credit for, obviously, haven't you?
1: Uh, well, essentially, that painting should be my uh, mastermind subject. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shit! I can't believe I've asked you that question. we got some music? Aye, we have. It's from the northeast of England, the good old northeast. Way in the northeast, nobody knows. Hopefully, they know. haven't been battered by the winds is it
1: windy there
3: yes very windy uh-huh we we'll have yes we've got uh, music um from a band called endless season who are a four-piece alt pop rock band from the northeast of england and it's called ghost
1: mm-hmm. very rocky it is
3: very rocky indeed don't right, use it well- on your face thanks <laughs>
1: Not without wetting it first. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Love joy. <laughs> I don't think we did. Um, cheers for listening. We'll see you next week. This is Endless Season with Ghosts.
3: Toodle pip. Toodles.
0: Giving up, giving up, giving up now. Don't tell me that you ain't had enough, had enough, had enough now. Don't throw it all away.